It's Sunday. Welcome to Four Sheets to the Wind. You got four guys and four time zones. You're listening to America's Podcast. We only Fellas. got three guys in three time zones this week, though. <laughs> three guys in Fellas. three time No, sorry. we don't. I thought Colin was in California. Big fucking night! LeBron, Connor, fucking James. Connor, you're going to have terrible audio on that one, man. <laughs> Jesus. Can't contain myself. If you haven't seen yet, LeBron James, the transcendent player of his generation, is now a Los Angeles Laker. Who the fuck listens to our show and hasn't seen this already, especially when they hear it tomorrow morning? Maybe they're having for our cultural takes. Don't follow a lot of NBA free agency. If you haven't heard, the seismic landscape of the NBA has shifted. We got a big show. We're going to get into that, obviously. Additionally, we'll try to touch on the World Cup, NBA free agency, and Scorpion season. But That's Drake's without, new album. Without further ado, let's talk Braun. Fellas, how are we feeling? Couldn't feel better. It feels like the Lakers, this is like the Lakers like finally getting out of the de- desert after 40 years. Even though it was, no, what, well, four years? Five years? We discussed. Ah. I was telling Connor about this uh, during our planning pre-production, and uh, Rob Polinka actually described KCP last offseason as manna from heaven for the Lakers. <laughs> so I can only imagine what uh, LeBron would be. Oh, it would be a good uh, friend. I'm looking forward to Polinka's. <laughs> yeah, that press conference is going to be lit. I don't know about the Bible to make a comparison, but it's gonna be like Lot banging all his daughters. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that happened. Uh, but yeah, that that uh, press conference. Which Lakers legends do you think will be there? I mean, obviously it's gonna be Rob Palenka, Magic Johnson, and LeBron. Who else do you think mm-hmm. is gonna be at that press conference? I can see Kareem popping in. Kobe, Kobe. I hope Kobe. Pops I think in. Kobe will probably be there. I saw that he he told Ramona Shelburne that he's psyched. I'm sure he'll probably make it. Nice. Byron Scott. I can see Byron Scott being there. Former don't former let, LeBron character. Don't, let him, back in. don't <laughs> let him back in the building. Did LeBron coach Byron Scott or the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have. I'm pretty sure he did though. I thought Byron Scott's first year at the Cavs was when they drafted Kyrie. And was he fired by the time LeBron got was there? Yeah, he definitely was fired because that was Blatt's first season was LeBron's first one back. Yeah, that's you, true. Yeah, okay, he was there from twenty. He was there from twenty ten to twenty thirteen. LeBron just doesn't let Byron Scott in the building. <laughs> About uh, brother James, James Worthy. Uh, he'll definitely be there. He's a Lakers. Yeah, he works on the. Yeah, all the yeah, guys yeah. that work on like the broadcast. I can see Shaq being there. Ooh, ooh. I feel like Shaq's kind of had a resurgence, like trying to get back into the Lakers family. Because Shaq definitely feels like he's not quite on that level of Lakerness that all these other guys we mentioned are. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of the product of playing for what, like four teams in the last four years of your career. I mean, Shaq jumped around a ton. It was more than four teams, wasn't it? How many teams did he played for after the Lakers? Cavs, 
the Heat. Heat. Yeah, Celtics, Cavs, Suns. Um, That's all of them. That might be it. I feel like there's one more. No, he only played for four teams after the after the Lakers: Heat, Suns, Cavs, and Celtics. Okay. Okay, yeah. But I mean, where do you think LeBron could end up in terms of just Laker greats? Because this is a weird scenario where, for those who don't know, he signed a three-year deal with an player option on the fourth year. So that basically means he's going to be in, on the team for three years and then he's probably going to opt out. Unless, you know, knocking on wood, he declines a lot and will not be uh, worth more on the free market. He might exercise that option. Mm. But yeah, I mean, at, 30, at 36, who knows? Mm-hmm. I saw I saw I mean, him time the four years to when his son would come to the NBA. So he might opt in just so he doesn't have to change teams again before that free agency or redo the deal or something. Yeah, I saw that. And he'll pro- just sign wherever his son gets drafted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Man, this is crazy that it actually happened. I know. The buildup was just... It reached a fever pitch yesterday in the middle of the day, and then it kind of went dark, and the PG signing with the Thunder story came out. I'm sure we'll get to that later. And then I feel like people kind of started sweating because there was nothing being talked about with the Lakers and the Philly uh, Rich Paul meeting were were being reported on, and you're kind of To be fair, once that report dropped and they mentioned that LeBron wasn't even attending the fucking meeting himself, I wasn't that nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't Felt like formality. It did feel like a formality, but I just like couldn't actually like start believing it until it actually happened. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to Rick, you were you were had something in our group text or you're like, I can't believe this has actually happened or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Whoa, Rick, don't don't count your chickens before they hatch. I've been, an, I've been an emotional roller coaster the last couple of days. It has been an emotional roller coaster, honestly. I didn't want to let myself get ahead of myself, you know? Yeah, me too. Like, we felt like the favorite, I think I feel like for most of free agency, like if I was gonna place a bet, I would have bet on the Lakers. But I didn't want to let myself go there to go here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, this, yeah, this isn't the the feeling. It was it was about seven p.m. where we're gearing up the pod. Seven p.m. Central. Dropped. Seven p.m. Central, and the news dropped, and it was a feeling I haven't felt in in years. I felt alive again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And how many games do you think the say the Lakers don't sign anybody else? And at this point, the Lakers have re-signed KCP and just re-signed or not re-signed, just outright signed Lance Stevenson. What do you think their win range is now? Do you think it's? I would say it's like in the fifty to fifty-five wins. Honestly. Ooh, I was gonna be a little more conservative. I was gonna say forty-seven to fifty-two. What makes you think they're gonna have a worse record than last year's Cavs? The West being far tougher than the yeah, East, just playing more West teams. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to side on the, the the higher end of that and say we'll crack fifty for sure, but I don't know if it's a, necessarily a guarantee. I mean, to see how the young guys gel with LeBron—that's probably that's probably a big part of it. Other just than adjusting Ingram, it. I think they'll gel pretty well. Randall could be a little funky because he can't shoot threes. Well, but we'll see if Randall comes back. Even it it seems. 
likely would, unless they trade my guess i mean i saw the report today that like he basically said he does not want to go back to the lakers no i did not see that yes yeah, someone, someone tweeted that like people are saying that he's bit he's putting out there that he does not want to go back to lakers which just could be a tactic to get the other teams the big interested. number yeah which mm. i feel like someone's gonna throw like a poison pill contract at him and i don't think that's the an interesting point though the the market's a little bit dried up now, but I mean, two of the major teams that were being bantied about for Rando were a Dallas, who's kind of solved their big man need through the DeAndre Jordan contract, and well, B they haven't was, signed DeAndre Jordan yet, but eh, I don't know. Fine, verbally, verbally agreed to one yeah, year twenty four. Oh, did they by, verbally agree to something? I missed that. Oh, I'm what? guessing they already had it decided when he opted out. No, wait. This this is a verbal. Yeah, that's a verbal agreement for one year twenty four million for DeAndre. Are you sure that that, that was agreed I'm on? Positive. I, that I'm dropped it like positive too. That dropped it like it out last without night. The, without that, oh, that that report definitely dropped. I guarantee that much. Okay. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's pen to paper, but it was a verbal agreement. I must have been stewing about Paul George and not cared. <laughs> and then followed by uh, Trevor Reza, a one for fifteen with Phoenix. Phoenix was another uh, potential landing spot for Julius. But yeah. Phoenix still has room if they wanted him, don't they? I don't know. Do they have twenty five or twenty four mil in cap space though? Now, I think they have a way where they they could definitely still get another free agent more than just like whatever their mid level exception U- is. U- yesterday, so that had to free up some cap space. I saw Devin Booker was pissed. Yeah, I saw that also. But I mean, Ulis sucked. So that's yeah, just being a class of twenty one year old hate. Yeah, you can't just get pissed friend. off because your friend got cut, you know? Yeah. You got to be professional. <laughs> you should just never play in the NBA again and just be like Devin Booker's fucking like E for the rest of his career. <laughs> he's, he's like fucking like way shorter than Devin Booker. Way less talented. <laughs> Will he get, do you think he'll get some money? He wouldn't be you, bad as a backup guard. Ulis? Yeah. Tim Cran just hates Tyler Ulis, actually. Yeah, so I graded out as a top, a bottom five player. <laughs> well, we already decided who Lance Stevenson, Lance Stevenson. Who said was the worst defender in the league <laughs> last year. So I don't think they're they're taking Cranish's opinion too much into account. Yeah, but I'm taking it into account. I don't I don't love the Lance signing on. I mean, I guess no, I don't I don't love it really either. But I don't love it. I think it's kind of funny, but. Four and a half for Lance. Like I would, I feel we could have spent our money better on a guy like Glenn Robinson. That's like similar to what he got. I mean, Glenn Robinson's was two years, but he's a better three point shooter, less erratic, and younger. Yeah, with, with Lance, there's a chance that this four and a half million is just wasted if he like has to leave the team like twenty games in for doing bullshit Lance shit. My guess is he's not gonna just leave the team. We cut his ass for doing some crazy shit. I don't think we'll cut him. KCP is <laughs> part of the last year of prison. <laughs> <laughs> hey, granted, this and is this boy. is the man. This is a man who was in the 2016-2017 season. Played for three teams, each playing six games each for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean Lance. Obviously, I mean everything that the Lakers do. You have to look at it through the perspective LeBron of how it's and stuff like LeBron that and how it compares to the warriors and you know i guess lance is kind of one of those dudes who can guard all of the warriors you know hampton's five lineup 
Fair enough. So I guess in that regard, it's fine. But I mean, if he's a shitty defender, his theoretical defense doesn't mean anything if he just sucks ass in real life, you know? If we play the Warriors in the playoffs, then uh, he should be good to at least get Draymond ejected from one game. So that'll be <laughs> good <it>. enough. <laughs> I mean, it looks more likely that the – I mean, it cl- clearly I'm a little higher than you guys on the Lakers season. But I think the Ariza thing really hurts the Rockets too. Oh, I totally agree with that. I think he was a bit, very underrated piece Agreed. of their puzzle last year. I've always been a massive Ariza guy also. but I think Ariza was their third most important player on the team. I think most people would say Capella, but I, w- I would argue Ooh. Trevor Ariza, to be honest. I would definitely say Capella. I'm a big can Capella they, guy. Can the Rockets for sure match Capella, whatever he signed? Yeah, they have his bird rights. Okay. That, that report was thrown around this morning. I, I don't know if it got much traction. It was just saying that the Lakers are going to kick the tires on uh, Capella. Yeah, that, well, that's definitely not happening anymore. They don't. They don't have the space for it after they've signed yeah. up these guys, unless they yeah. somehow traded Dang. But it seems like if they trade Dang, they're they're going for bigger fish to fry, not uh, Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. But so this is, seems like it rules out Boogie Cousins to the Lakers, which was being thrown around quite a bit last night around following the uh, Paul George signing. Yeah. Also, do all right. So, do we want to go in on the fucking Paul George stuff? Let's let's get that is out it, of the way. Is this time? All right. Not, who wants to start off this rant? Uh, I'll, I'll tee us off. So, essentially, Paul George um, for the past year or so has been heavily linked to Los Angeles. Got his way out of uh, Indiana. T- turns down, I believe, a two hundred twenty million dollar contract with them. No. Well, it's, okay. Well, that's not quite what happened. He turned down the possibility of that. He would have had to make an all-NBA team last year to qualify for the Super right, well, in the In this scenario, he did make an all-NBA team last season. So, But he would have had to – he made the third team, so you have to make two third teams. So he would have had to make another all-NBA team. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. but him well, being the focal point that's like somewhat likely. He stays in Indiana, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean – All right, well, semantics. Semantics. <laughs> Turns down that, gets, gets traded to – OKC for Victor Oladipo. People say it's a it's a crazy trade. Oladipo actually has a pretty nice season, does very well in Indiana. Paul George becomes pretty good friends with uh, Russell Westbrook, enjoys playing in OKC. And as the kind of free agency saga drags on, it becomes more and more likely that he'll end up staying in OKC. And this all culminated and came to a, uh, a head last night. Had a Russell Westbrook non-disclosure agreement party in Oklahoma City. With Russ or with uh, PG announcing, I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I Much mean, to the chagrin of uh, Angelinos everywhere. And you, did you mention that he's from the Los Angeles area? Area though, not from uh, not, not from the city. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's too inland for us to want that motherfucker. <laughs> he's a Palmdale motherfucker, not a uh, not true Los Angeles. And he grew up as a Clippers fan, didn't he? I feel like everyone just kind of glossed over that. That is true. That is true. His favorite Lakers. player was Kobe, though. I know that. All right. Yeah, all right. that that was true. But still, fuck that guy. I mean, it, this is just so stupid. Uh, I, obviously, like he clearly enjoys hanging out with Westbrook a lot because that is literally the only reason why he would possibly stay with the Thunder. Their team sucked ass. Well, this sucked, but. 
incredibly in underachieved. Round. They, him and Westbrook, both got outplayed by a rookie and eliminated in the first round. Donovan Mitchell he, on the Jazz. He created a huge snafu with his prior organization because of how badly he wanted to play for the Lakers. He goes to a even possibly the only franchise that's in a shittier place in Indiana in Oklahoma City. (laughs) (laughs) The team is super underwhelming, has zero potential. They're capped out of their ass. Carmelo Anthony's going to be even worse next year. They're paying him $27 million a year. And he has a chance to go team up with LeBron and possibly Kawhi Leonard in Los Angeles, his hometown team for the biggest franchise in the sport by far and has a chance to actually compete and maybe even knock off the Golden State Warriors because those three guys would be as good as any three players on any one team in the entire league. And he could make the same amount of money in Los Angeles as he could in Oklahoma City. And instead, he decided to just re-sign with the Thunder because he felt felt he had unfinished business with Russell Westbrook. It's like, dude, what? I mean, I guess if that's really... Like, you must really fucking like Russell Westbrook, honestly. That's the only thing I can think of. Short of not wanting to leave your boy, like, there is zero, there's literally zero reasoning from a business standpoint or from a basketball standpoint to stay there. Mm-mm. Like, is, is fucking, is clubbing with Westbrook in, in downtown OKC that fucking sick? Like, you just met, like, you were on the team with this guy for one fucking year. You bailed on Indiana, who drafted you and you played for. You'd been to the conference finals with multiple times. And then all of a sudden, you just get this weird attachment to Westbrook. I mean, I, I again, it's just it's inexplicable. And, it's, uh, yeah. Like, this dude's hyping up Los Angeles for years. Literally years. And then worst kept worst kept secret in the league is how bad PG wanted to be a Laker. And then it unfolded to be even per- better for him to ha- actually be on a winning team, a team that would be way better than the Thunder team, not even close. And he's, I mean, doesn't even take a meeting with the Lakers. Enjoy your first round exit, Paul George. That's all I have to say. Enjoy getting like fifteen shots a game while Westbrook's jacking up. 30-something shots a game, stat chasing for his triple-doubles, and your first-round exits to rookies. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess he just didn't want to be the third banana on a Kawhi-LeBron team. But that's how you win in the NBA. Huh? I said Rick and his three bananas. But yeah, I, that's the other thing, is if he didn't want to be the third best player on the team. I mean, make makes some sense, but that's how you like that's how you win titles. Yeah, having three guys of that caliber. Yeah, I don't even know if PG cared about that. Honestly, like, I think that had to play part of it. He well, he didn't want to be the like not as the centerpiece. I mean, you'd rather be second banana. In a, I feel like the third banana in fucking L.A. is better than the second banana in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, that's for that's damn probably fair. pretty true, but... If we're fucking counting geographical bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma City doesn't even have bananas. They got corn. It's the second <laughs> year of corn. 
He's the prince of the prairie. <laughs> Good God. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. And, and just, him and Westbrook just drunk at this party. The video came out of, of them being like, we're bringing it home next year. It's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, <laughs> You're going to be worse next year in all likelihood. You're not bringing shit home, boys. <laughs> they're talking about a second round. They're going to get past the first yeah. round this year. God, I hope they play the Lakers in the playoffs. <laughs> Will oh. Paul George be the most booed player at Staples Center next year? Ooh, I like to think so. Uh, yeah, maybe. Depends no, Dwight, Dwight, Dwight will always be the most booed player. Probably. <laughs> Dwight should go to OKC. I hope I hope the Warriors sign Dwight. That's the only thing that could break up the Warriors is Dwight Howard's <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That They've got be- like the greatest locker room in the history of sports, and then they sign Dwight Howard, <laughs> and everything just goes to shit. <laughs> Draymond like stabs fucking KD or something. <laughs> Oh my Draymond god. Draymond just bangs Aisha Curry or something just crazy. <laughs> no, it's fucking Curry's wait, is that the mom? No, it's just the, the wife. The Lakers signed JaVale McGee. No fucking way. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, Bo was just <laughs> What the fuck is going on? <laughs> the Lakers are just heat checking all over the place. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Oh my god. The Lakers are just insane. They've got LeBron, Lonzo slash LeVar, Lance Stevenson, and JaVale McGee. How the fuck is this a real team? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm with it. Like, fuck it. Let's do it live. (laughs) That's just just bonkers. (laughs) This is is actually bananas. Magic and Rob Poink are just feeling themselves somewhere at Staples Center, and they're just calling up all these like weird ass dudes. <laughs> who wants like, to play with us? <laughs> they're, just, guys, they're just taking calls. It's like an open phone line. They just hang out there minimum guy in the league. They just like cracked open like a bottle of champagne. And they just hammered. Just like, hey, hey, guys. What if what if we sign JaVale McGee? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 a classic uh, Magic Johnson, Dr. Bus kind of night, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, they've got hookers, cocaine, booze flowing. <laughs> I got, Rob, Rob, I have, a, I have a crazy idea. We signed JaVale McGee from the Warriors. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, next thing you know, they're going to sign fucking... Gilbert Arenas and Javaris Crittenton. <laughs> oh my god, dude! What would be the what would be the best signing that would just be the best like jaw dropping signing that like the the next one to drop? Uh, I mean, over Lance and Javale, I yeah, honestly over- don't know. <laughs> Jr. Smith, yeah, <laughs> Jr. Still getting paid, right? Yeah, he's got uh, he's oh, got yeah. fifteen mil this year. Swa- bring back Swaggy. <laughs> Swaggy P here, they're tossing around below. Came back to LA. Swaggy P is a free agent. I'm pretty I, I sure. Honestly, would not be that surprised at that. <laughs> oh Jesus! They're, like they're just gonna add, like they're gonna just give anyone that can shoot a three pointer. They Swaggy tweeted out like 20 minutes ago. Just damn, I emojis. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's waiting on that call from Magic. <laughs> so, for the future, obviously it'd be not good if they could get Kawhi. My thinking is if they wait till the season, then the Spurs are going to really have no bargaining power. So that might be the best way to go about it. Did you guys see? I think someone said that Stephen A. threw out there while he was doing one of these ESPN hits after LeBron news that Kawhi might just sit the whole season. Oh, that would be fucking tight. <laughs> fucking protest season. I I mean, I, I have no idea if Stephen A.'s rep. He also said that Kyle Kuzma is off the table in any Kawhi trades. What the fuck? Why? I don't know. Kuzma's untouchable? The Lakers are just trying to big dick the Spurs, I guess. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the Spurs leverage goes way down, I feel like, after the broad signs. We trade Josh Hart, a second round pick, and a sack of peanuts. <laughs> Mo Wagner. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, think, I, I think at some point this season that trade's going to happen. It has to. Like, the Spurs can't be that prideful to not get anything. God, dude. And, and Kawhi seems like he's a fucking crazy-ass dude where he would sit out the whole season again, you know? <laughs> I get That's just – has that ever even happened? I'm trying to think of a comparison. Mm. I, I mean, the you NFL, see it in like the NFL I, yeah. a decent amount. Yeah. Hmm. I think you guys know who Eric Lindros, the hockey player. Yeah, he, he sat out. A, he was drafted by a team, I think, like the the Flyers or something. Sat out for a season or trying to go to the Rangers or something like that. But in basketball, I can't really think of anything that really compares. And that's a rookie. That's not one of the five best players in the league. Yeah, help. true. I mean, that's just wild. I, I mean, I you got to think. The Spurs trade him before the season starts. That'd be an insane move to say, I'm not fucking playing for you guys, and then they have to trade him. <laughs> I, will, I will fucking sit. Like, how does that work? He has a contract. Kawhi just starts working out at the Lakers facility. <laughs> <laughs> He's off to the side. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, like, doing film with the, with the team. <laughs> But to avoid tampering, he just like has to sit outside the room and like look through a window. He's not allowed to talk, but it's not a problem. They just have the player that LeBron just does all the communication with him. LeBron is not in that second house. Kawhi can just move in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But it seems like he's going to play for the Lakers. It seems like that trade is going to happen because, I mean, Woj reiterated he one minute after LeBron was announced, uh, Woj quote tweeted his LeBron announcement with Kawhi Leonard still is adamant on playing for the Lakers next season despite ongoing trade talks with other teams or something like that. Yeah, I saw that. Like, as soon as it happened, I saw those yeah. stories coming out. Where yesterday, there was, like, reports that he'd consider re-signing in Philly. 
Philly, yeah. Yeah, that was gaining some traction this afternoon. And then it seems like that kind of got put to a halt. And I'm sure that was just Kawhi's people hitting up Woj and being like, yeah, we want to play with LeBron. Man, this is crazy. Lakers 7-2 to to win the title now. <laughs> Tied for second with the Celtics. We're back, baby. Man from heaven. So, um, I guess anything else on free agency? Uh, let's see. A couple quick hits. Um, DeAndre Jordan verbally agreed to a one-year, $24 million offer with uh, Dallas. Uh, Nikola Jokic, five-year, 148 max contract with Denver. You guys think Jokic is worth a max contract? If you're Denver, yeah. I mean, I mean he's worth he's worth the money if that's your star. Like, I don't know if Jokic can ever win you a title, but he could probably win you 50 games. They've got a good young get you in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. With that he's perspective, still really young too. He's very young. You think he's only 24, something like that? And it's not like De- Denver is ever going to be attracting. Superstars, even though they were trying to get a meeting with LeBron last night, did you guys see that? I did see that. That's kind of funny. I'm I'm trying to get a date with Margot Robbie. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Rudy Gay sticking with the Spurs, one for ten. Let's Aaron Baines, two for eleven with the with the C's. Joe Harris getting two for sixteen with the Nets. A big contract for someone like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, is big. Paul, Paul George's uh, other big signing in OKC tossed a three for 27 to Jeremy Grant. <laughs> That's actually a decent re-signing for them. He was solid last year. Um, uh, what else we got? Azonia has gone to the Knicks. I like I that sign for them. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I think he played better last year. He looked like a huge bust for the work. first Couple of years, <laughs> still very young. Another year out to play the Porzingis. I'm cool with it. Um, Ariza, this is kind of a big loss for uh, Houston. We we're saying one for fifteen to Phoenix. So do who do you- Phoenix competes for an eight, like a uh, one of the last seeds in the playoffs next year? With yeah. DeAndre Ayton's bum ass, no way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that's like the only reason that Ariza signing makes sense is they think they can. Oh, they're, they're definitely trying for it. They still have some space to go out. They'll probably get a point guard. That's what everybody seems to think. Hey, you don't uh, sign a veteran like you don't draft a veteran like McCall Bridges if you're not trying to compete, right? Exactly. I mean, their starting five is interesting. Super young, but interesting. It's Booker, insert point guard here. They'll probably acquire someone. Mikhail Bridges, Trevor Reason, DeAndre Ayton starting. You think Josh Jackson come, and Josh Jackson's your sixth oh, man? Oh, yeah, Josh Jackson's on that team too. He probably, he probably starts over Bridges maybe, him and Ariza are your forwards. Yeah, yeah, probably. I always forget about Jackson. I think he's going to suck. I like, I'm, yeah, I he seems like Jackson one of those guys that people just got. He like, came on a lot in the second half, I think. Yeah, but that happens with a lot of guys. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of Suns games, so it's kind of hard to say, but I'm not sold on Josh X. He seems I mean, like kind of an idiot and can't shoot. And I think he got an MKG like career where if he oh does, God. 
if he never develops a shot, then like what is he? He's just a really good defender. He's Michael really Carter Williams. Yeah. I mean, Justice Winslow is kind of in the same boat, similar. Well, I don't think Jackson was a good defender at all whatsoever last year, though. That's what they drafted him for. I mean, who cares if that's what they drafted him for, if that's not what he actually played like? Yeah. I think he's a better defender second half, though. Yeah, well, when half the fucking league is just tanking out their ass, it's a lot easier to be a better defender. <laughs> I think he'll be a good defender, at least. I mean, based on just based on just his athleticism, he he should be at least an average defender. But he he's got you know an insanely good frame to be a great defender. But we'll see if he puts it all together. I'm not confident. Um. So has anyone had a better free agency than the Warriors so far? Paul George bailed on. Creating a competitive team. The Rockets lost Trevor Ariza. They re-signed Durant. Did lose JaVale McGee. They lost JaVale McGee. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. I mean, if the Lakers end up trading for Kawhi, I think it's still... It won't be great for them, but we don't have Kawhi yet. So, until yeah, that happens... The Rock, the Rockets losing Reese is pretty big though. They sh- yeah, they struggled with perimeter defending in the playoffs. So now they they still have Mbamute, right? Uh, I don't know his contract yeah. situation. No, but... he. I feel like he might be a free agent also. Well, they probably definitely need to get him back if they're not going to have a Reza. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. He'll be able to swallow up some of those Ariza minutes. I mean, he's just worse than Ariza, though. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not. I don't. He's a pretty good defender, though. He is. He was bad in the like playoffs because he was injured. I feel like he's not as athletic as Ariza, or at least as quick as your Ariza. Not as athletic. So, not as good as a shooter. Yeah, he's he's a poor man's version. But that's why Ariza's getting 15 mil and uh, Mbob Mute is going to get will get paid like four or something, you know. So really the only big tree left to fall is uh, Boogie, right? He's he's kind of the main guy left. Oh, hey, yeah, he's, he, yeah, I'm looking at a tracker right now. The next Connor's restricted. <laughs> Free free agent is JJ Reddick after Boogie. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Reddick's pretty good though. Oh, if they could get Reddick for a small, con- ooh, I, I I think he'll get something bigger. Like like if we could have got Reddick instead of Lance for that four million. So I I don't think that could happen. Someone I saw someone say that they think Reddick wants to stay on the East Coast. Reddick seems like he could be an East Coast guy. Yeah, Duke, Duke grad. I'm not sure. Is he from Virginia originally, maybe? Where'd he grow up? He seems like a guy who'd be from Virginia. Uh, Cookville, Tennessee. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, and some of the other interesting free agents. Played are, high school. Sorry, played high school in Virginia. <laughs> okay. Are guys like Jabari Parker, Julius Randle, 
Clint Capella. He'll probably be re-signed by the Rockets, though. Let's be real. God, I think they're going to match anything that um, comes their way. Aaron Gordon signed with the Magic. So he's four for 84. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like restricted free agents. Nurkic. Zach Levine. Nerlens Noel. I'm I'm looking at the unrestricted guys. <laughs> uh, Connor just really cares about the former Calipari centers. <laughs> I'm concerned now with this McGee signing though that we're gonna we're out on Nerlens. Oh Nerlens, that would be another crazy one that the Lakers could just heat check on. Ooh, I'd be very Rondo. Down. Rondo's an unrestricted Gosh, free agent. I could definitely see us signing Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I mean, he was good in the playoffs, but I don't know. It seems like a shitty fit with LeBron. God, it feels good that we can actually do our LeBrons, and they're not even hypotheticals like if LeBron's on the team, you know? Oh, yeah. It just feels so good. Shabazz Napier, unrestricted free agent. LeBron will finally get to play with him. Shabazz Napier from UConn. I'd be down oh, for yeah. I'd be down with Shabazz actually. Cran just Tim Cran just loves Shabazz Napier. Yeah, he was raving does about he? him. LeBron loves him. Yeah. yeah. Hey. LeBron does love him. <laughs> Didn't love him enough to stay in Miami after he made him draft <laughs> made them draft him, but <laughs> poor Colin Sexton also. What, what do you think the Cavs are gonna do with love? Ah. Probably it feels like they should probably him. tank. They hey, also got a, don't have a nice Luau Dang, Dang contract that they could take on for some first round picks. <laughs> we just trade for Kevin Love. <laughs> I don't even want Kevin Love, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I wouldn't want him for that contract. Yeah, I'd I'd rather even have a guy like Kemba Walker or something like that. Well, any other thoughts, guys? <laughs> I mean, very excited style. still. Like, <laughs> <laughs> were you guys like reading something? I mean, I'm just going to scroll on Twitter trying to find if anything else crazy happened. I'm looking at the free <laughs> agency well. tracker. <laughs> you guys are very engaging podcast co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were just going to run Blue with to the screen. Uh, all right, clear, you guys out. <laughs> clear out, ISO. <laughs> all right, I don't really have any more ISO takes. I feel like I got off a lot of my my free agent stuff. I went on my little Paul George bit. Um, trying to think, what else could we could, have we not addressed? Um, how about this? Yeah. Where does where does Demarcus end up now? Does he just go back to? Uh... Yeah, to New Orleans. I feel they'll like they probably, probably give him try to give him a short deal for a lot of money. I would think. Yeah, just to keep. I mean, they. I feel like the Pelicans can't let him walk. I guess Davis has been pushing behind the scenes to resign him. Also, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, if you're Dallas, what's your take on that, guys? Would you, if you're Dallas, would you rather if it's a one year deal? I feel like I'd rather roll the dice with Boogie than DeAndre Jordan personally. I agree. I mean, I feel like one for 24, I don't think Boogie would have commanded much more on a one-year deal. And if he would have gone for that, like... Well, I, I think he'd command less. 
Mm. I think he might get one year deal, but only from the Pelicans. Do you think Boogie wants a one year deal, or do you think he's going for a long term? What do you What do you think? Like that? I guess it's somewhere in the middle, and he he'll go for like a two for two year max contract. Like a two, yeah, like a two year with like a player. I'd be shocked if he gets a two year max. Oh, I don't even know if he gets a player option. I'd just be shocked if he gets the max, personally. No, I think someone would talk. I, mean, I think I'm surprised. Like honestly, I thought Dallas was gonna. That was my guess. Was Dallas two for forty eight? Well, that's that's not gonna happen, and the Lakers aren't gonna happen, and those are the two other teams other than the Pelicans. It's not like the Pelicans are gonna give him two max years just out of you know goodwill. Hmm. The Wizards can't make any kind of deal to free up space, I assume. I think it's probably pretty tough. They'd probably have to give up like Porter. And that NBA Twitter's been about that trade, the a Porter for Boogie swap. That'd be a great ass deal for the Pelicans. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I, I think that'd be a pretty that. advantageous for both teams. It's not like the Wizards are going anywhere with this current roster. You might as well roll the <laughs> dice. Get Bo- Boogie and John Wall together, dude. It'd be fun. Connor, would you root Connor who Connor, who would you root for in a series? What? The Wizards <laughs> with Demarcus Cousins and John Wall my or boys. the Lakers? <laughs> tough, tough decision. Tough decision. My my love for those those uh early two thousands or early twenty early aughts Kentucky teams are well documented. But yes, I would root for the Lakers. What okay, what if they fired Scott Brooks and hired John Calipari. Oh, man. Is Nerlens Noel coming off the bench? Nerlens is coming off the bench. Let me see. Who else is in the – they signed MKG to be uh, to be the player he always should be. Who and they uh, bring in Derrick Rose. Hey, got to bring in Rose. Who else we got? Uh, Anthony Terrence Davis. Jones from China. He's in China? Or Europe or something. He's oh, in one of those. Know Oh man, I do, I do fucking love those teams, man. <laughs> Tyreek Evans. Oh yeah, hell yeah. I'd be, I'd be down. There's a name I'd be down for the Lakers to go after. Actually, I like Evans a lot. Yeah, I think he'll find some money somewhere. Yeah, I agree. Because like, guy, guy every, just like every team is like trying to trade for him, like at the deadline. A lot of the contenders were so. Yeah, but it seems like. They might have been able to have a shot with the contract they gave Lance, though, right? Nah, I think I think Tyreek gets more than four and a half. No, I mean just I, don't know. I, I just hope money. they offered they offered this four and a half million dollar contract to some other people before <laughs> before getting <laughs> Lance. Lance wasn't the top of their list. I'll be honest, I'm a little confused by Lance and Javale. Javale, I see doesn't for make, sure. Doesn't make just a rim running center that can. Protect the rim a bit. Yeah, yeah. Javale, I'm cooler Javale at for two mil than Lance for four and a half. He had that game in the finals where he was it the finals or the Western Eastern Conference finals where he no Javale, where Javale oh, like went off for like ten minutes. He had like ten points and three blocks in ten minutes. I mean, I could probably go off. If I was playing with Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. <laughs> okay. okay, Aaron. <laughs> probably. probably. <laughs> if I, Connor, hey, Connor, I, I, Connor just needs a few inches I, to be a 
NFL quarterback yeah, and right? he, could, he could play and get pretty good stats with the Warriors. <laughs> Dude, I dropped 17 in my rec league game last week. Did you really? Fire. Yeah. Shit, what did you shoot? Uh, I hit three threes, hit oh, a couple shit. pull-ups, hit a, hit a couple layups, like in traffic and shit. <laughs> I, I, will say, I, I was with Aaron last week, and there was a guy that was just raving about Aaron's play. <laughs> I showed dude, that guy gave me the confidence I needed to just ball the fuck out, dude. There was one play where I literally just like, dude, set a screen and I just took the screen, just pull it mid range, like hang time, just perfect bank off the dribble. Hey, if you describe, your, like, if you describe, you compare your game to an NBA player, like realistically, hmm. like stylistically. Honestly, I mostly just shoot threes. Hmm. But not last week. Last week I was taking it to the hole all over the place. Man. Hey, you, get, you get some NBA range. The Lakers could be calling not for a vet minimum. <laughs> hey, dude, my my three-point percentage is surprisingly good. I'm probably shooting like 33% on the year or something like that. <laughs> I One play I even like – I got the rebound, went coast-to-coast – Euro step the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> I get hacked, make the play, and I did the classic yell, and one on the shot. Count it! <laughs> they did it. They didn't, I didn't get the call, but it was definitely a foul. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, since we're talking about Aaron's uh, rec league, we're, I think we're pretty much done with the uh, LeBron talk. <laughs> should we uh should we pivot to the uh little world cup action yeah let's do it so another week of uh surprising upsets i think since the last time uh we spoke germany's been eliminated spain has been eliminated and argentina has bit the dust to my uh to my frenchman so officially half of the four sheets pod has been um Kicked out of the World Cup now, so it's just me and Connor's teams left. The uh, Western Europe boys, huh? Yep. So France and France has made it to the quarterfinals. Belgium will look to punch their ticket in the next two days. Who's Belgium playing? Uh, Japan. Ah, nice. So they, yeah, they they should be able to take care of business in that game. Uh, Also, uh, they looked really good and. Japan making it in on a fair play is very culturally on brand for them. (laughs) (laughs) To explain it, uh, the last tiebreaker after goal differential is called fair play, which is basically how many cards you have. And Japan beat Senegal because they had two less yellow cards. (laughs) So very, very polite people. Japan's uh, what's what's that phrase when you kill yourself honorably? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tapuku or some shit like that. Yeah, it's something like that. You like stab yourself in the stomach and rake over, and then someone cuts your yeah, head off. Yeah, what if Japan's team just did one of those and they were like, "Hey, we don't want to get in on fair play. It's not admirable. And we don't get <laughs> ass beat by Belgium, so we're just gonna withdraw." <laughs> They just pull soccer seppuku or whatever. I'm gonna look that up. I feel is like that. I think it's seppuku. Seppuku. Okay, yeah. 
Referred to as cutting the belly, a native Japanese ritual suicide by disembowelment. <laughs> yeah, you should have just done soccer seppuku. <laughs> um, so yeah, yesterday we saw Cristiano Ronaldo get eliminated and Lionel Messi get eliminated. Um, so that was pretty big, I guess, but... The France-Argentina game was really fun. Fantastic. But I'd say probably probably really match of the game. tournament. At least that I've seen so far. No, no way over Sweden-Germany. Uh, but the amount of oh. goals and in the knockout round. Score. Yeah, the goals were exciting. And then we got Kylian Mbappe. I was going to say we got to touch Mbappe, on that. Yeah. Like it, Man, the that the passing awesome. of the torch. I think Mbappe might be a... Uh, a strong candidate to to reach that that Messi Ronaldo Neymar level, but not it's not, not a passing of the torch really. He's just kind of were, could eventually get being, there. Articles are being tossed around a, a, a torch passing game. They're calling it. Mbappe just becomes better better than Neymar, and Neymar has to force his way out of Mbappe's shadow at PSG. <laughs> well, they're both going to have to force their. Sells out of the shadow of Tim Weah. <laughs> Aaron's boy. Dude, Tim Weah's sick, man. I'm Don't with you it. Blown to your. I'm with it. Him and Pulisic would be a badass combo. Yeah, they, they, like they're going to both hit their primes in yeah, 2026. Hey. But if those were, they're both world-class players, that could be the first time the U.S. at least has somewhat of a chance against like the top teams. Yeah, but back to this World Cup. Um, I guess we got Brazil Mexico coming up tomorrow. That's an exciting game. I'd love for Brazil to get eliminated just because Belgium's on the same side of the bracket as them. I did pick Brazil in my office pool, but so I'm have to root for them. But I'm 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 feeling all right with my France bet right now. You hedging pussy. <laughs> hey, there's Smart nothing money. wrong with hedging. I feel good that I Rick hedged Alston. now. I'm I'm on Bel- I'm on the Belgian uh, train now. Also with Aaron, I can win back my money if Belgium if Belgium wins. I won't win any money, but that'd be nice. Um, so I'm in a, I'm in a bracket online, and my bracket is just killing it right now. I'm in. 3,657th place out of 543,000 people. Sheesh. Damn. Um, so let's see what percentile that puts me in. So today, today's games are pretty... It puts me in the 93rd percentile. It's pretty good. Yeah. Did you guys watch today's games? I did. They both sucked. They both kind of sucked, but the penalties was... Oh, the penalties yeah, were in, in electric the, in, that, in, that in that second. In that set, yeah. Oh, that was sick. Honestly, the the game really like the whole like fucking from minute what five through yeah, one hundred twenty. The, the goals were scored in the first four minutes. Yeah, the two goals. But no, those PKs were fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed those. Uh, oh, PKs are just so dramatic. Yeah, and then run, the kick save to win the to win the for Russia. At the end was, yeah, that was sick. Incredible save. I, also, Modric missing that penalty at the end of extra time. That would have been such a cucking for all the viewers if there was just one penalty to win instead of a penalty shootout. 
Yeah, it made it great, though, when they sent him back out there. I didn't know if they were going to. Yeah, I thought that. Oh, they have to send him out there. He's the captain and by far the best player on the team. Yeah, like, it made sense. But if he misses that, that, like, that haunts your career. <laughs> <laughs> that's true especially with this easy ass path that they have now I mean that side of the bracket is like Croatia Sweden England Colombia and Russia I think are the only teams left <laughs> and Switzerland what the fuck honestly damn England Eng- yeah. England could go England in the finals, dude. I would love that. That'd be sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, it seems like it's going to be England, Colombia, or Croatia are the step above all the other teams remaining. But, I mean, there's a realistic chance that Russia makes the finals. That'd be fucked. Dude, that's super fucked, honestly. That'd be super fucked. But, I mean, it wouldn't be super surprising to me. I'm sure it'd be I'm shocking. Sure I'm what sure like it won't be surprising because they're fucking. It's a fucking in Russia and the yeah. Putin's dropping bags, dude. Like, there's got to be corruption. I saw a meme earlier when it was like, because uh, you know how there was some controversy with the Ramos. Sergio Ramos yeah. not getting a foul called in extra time that would have been a penalty, and they looked at it at VAR. I saw a meme where it was like, this is VAR in the. Russia game, and it was just a picture of Vladimir Putin looking at a laptop. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was a penalty, but I 100% think that he's probably got to those VAR guys somehow. <laughs> I mean, w- would that be surprising at all? I don't think so. No, it Russia. Wouldn't. Yeah. They were just a band from got the like Olympics the- for, <laughs> for cheating so much. <laughs> also also I'm pretty sure like a shit ton of the Russian players tested positive for banned substances and FIFA kind of was just like, eh, fuck it. We'll just let them play anyways. <laughs> Sounds about right. Very on brand for FIFA. And Russia. And Russia, yes. So, so what's we the, got what's any the uh, third game tomorrow? Game or the second game tomorrow? Brazil, uh, Mexico. Switzerland, maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, now it's the knockout round. I really don't want to be at work. <laughs> Not watch these games. Yeah, agreed. I'll be I'll be crushing these games. No, it's Belgium. Belgium, Belgium Japan. Be yeah, Belgium, Japan at one, one central. Yeah. I'll very much be crushing these games all, from start to finish tomorrow. I'm only working Monday and Tuesday, and so it'll be nice to watch the rest of the week. Yeah. Luckily, the 11 o'clock game, what I'll probably do is just watch the second half at lunch, just stream the first half on my phone. <laughs> I might then, I might even show up to work before 9.30 just to see the kickoff. Connor, dude. Connor, I say compliments him on really putting in the effort. <laughs> Thomas, really appreciate the, the, the attitude this week. The early morning. I love it, Connor. <laughs> I was just fucking twittering my thumbs watching the Brazil game. For an hour and a half while your Western time zone sales target's still asleep. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, so any other major thoughts on the World Cup? Uh. Any bold predictions? Anyone got any feelings crazy? in the balls? Uh, I'm always. I'm saying tomorrow's gonna be chalk. Brazil takes care of business against the the Mexicanos. 
and uh, Japan commits uh, seppuku. <laughs> I think they're just going to get killed. <laughs> Fine, Japan. They're not going to kill themselves. <laughs> well, if they get killed super badly, then they kind of have to commit <laughs> they just start own goaling themselves every time. No, I, I, I got a, I got a little prediction actually for that one. 1944. I'm talking. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking 2-0. Connor's calling it two nothing. You won't know until they drop the big one. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Connor, you want to? Kick us off with uh, a little Drake talk. Ah, I'd like nothing better. Just me, uh, give me a second here. <laughs> All right, I'll kick us off with the Drake talk. Uh. Yup. Go. Get it. Alright, I think we got the we got the point. There it is. Go. Alright, Connor, that's enough, Drake. <laughs> Fantastic. That that verse I thoroughly enjoyed. That's one of my favorite songs for sure. I think it's a, that's Sandra's a Maverick Carter reference and a strip club reference. What a surprise that <laughs> you enjoyed it. Oh, man. Hush money for my Louisville Gunners. Fantastic. All right, so what was your thoughts on the album as a whole, Connor? I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've really just been, just been banging the songs I like a lot. I haven't, like, I've only listened to it... it like all the way through once given a 25 song album, but on, on first listen, what um, songs that stood out other than Sandra's Rose favorite song was probably summer games. Other than that, really enjoyed that. That's the second song on side B. Yeah. I like, I agree. My favorite songs were summer games, uh, Sandra's Rose and elevate uh, blue tint. Good. Blue tint had a uh, unmarked future feature, which I thought was pretty solid. Was that a feature or a sample? Uh, I think it's a, just a feature because I, I saw Future is also given a, like writing credit on that song, so I assume it's not like an old. Well, you can get writing credits for samples also. Yeah, fair enough. Well, that, hmm. all right. Um, one one thought that I was a little disappointed. So, in historically, I think the last song of the Drake album has typically been like his uh, the standout. You know, just he just goes in on the on the last song of the album. I was a dis- is that historically, or is that just on more life? No, definitely. On uh, what was the more last life? song on views? Do not disturb. Fantastic. Best. No, that's that's more life. Ah, shit. Um, views. Views. The last song is Hotline Bling. Oh, <laughs> well, fine. It's, it, well, the last song should be Views because Views he goes in. <laughs> <laughs> the, views is second to last song. Um, nothing was the same. That's uh, five AM in Toronto. That's a. I think he goes in on that. <laughs> if you're reading this, is it's too late. Oh, six. Oh, six PM in New York. Six PM. In New also, York, go, yeah. also goes in on that. I'm telling you, Drake is known for having bars on his last uh, last song of the album. It's, it's his thing. The last song on nothing was the same was Pound Cake. So that's a pretty good song. 
Okay. He doesn't really have bars, though. I would find. I would argue 6 p.m. New York. Um, do not disturb. And if you count views as the last one, he goes in. <laughs> you can't just count views as the last one. That's not the last one. <laughs> well, Hotline Bling. I think it works for my theory. Honestly, it feels like the last song of the album, and Hotline Bling is just slapped on there. Connor, you can't warp your evidence to fit your theory. It goes the other people way around. Do it all the time. Yeah, well, those people are shitheads. <laughs> one, one. Uh, with that said, I didn't have examples out of Drake's whole discography. This is only his fifth studio album. I feel like that's a pretty big sample size. Yeah, and he, what he does it? What he does it twice? <laughs> Two out of five. So not not even ha- more. It's more likely he doesn't do it than he does do it. Is what you're saying? Well, today, to be fair, I've never. Hey, this is kind of fun. To be fair, I've never listened to the album "Take Care" in my life. Take care. So I don't think I don't think I've ever listened to it like stop to finish either. From I'm not I'm not familiar with the song "The Ride" featuring The Weekend, but maybe maybe his bars on that too. We'll never know. Well, he's got Hell Yeah Fucking Right, which is third to last. So that's close <laughs> enough, right, Connor? <laughs> oh, man. The point I'm trying to make is March 14th, a little underwhelming. I was expecting just heat on that song. Well, when do you think that song got added? Probably like last. March 14th? No, I would say, isn't that the day his kid was born? No, it's the day he found oh. out about the kid. Uh, I'm guessing that was added. <laughs> no, no. Post. Did you guys hear this theory about uh, that? I guess the kid's n- name is like adding on Mobed uh, Drake or Graham. Okay. And that the line from God's plan, I only love my bed and my mama, I'm sorry, is a shout out to his kid's middle name, Mobed. Oh, shit. That's kind of cool. Oh. I only love my mom and my bed. I'm sorry. Huh. <laughs> it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, oh man! I mean, that's cool. All right, I got, I got to get, I got to get this take up. So, speaking of uh, theories being bantied about, there's a there's a hilarious tweet this week from a uh, a f- black Twitter account. Uh, I don't know, what, what's this guy's name? Aaron Dragonfly Jones? Is that right? Yeah, that's his, uh, his handle. The Dragonfly Jones had a tweet about. Uh, about LeBron basically being in the uh, fucking. Just read the tweet. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm st- doing a shit job of stalling as I try to find it. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a shit job by like basically cucking yourself for your point by just giving a shittier version of the tweet. I should have this teed up. Been liking a lot of tweets this week. What do you guys think of the Michael Jackson feature? It must have been expensive. Uh, yeah, that's why I was. I was like wondering yeah, what, that cost, really what that cost. Do you think? Probably. Uh, do you think that costs a million dollars? Oh, at least. I, yeah, I'd say so. I was thinking like five million, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, here's a tweet. Here's a tweet. So, Dragonfly Jones. This was on. This is when that one dropped. Quote: Drake was posted at the hospital during OBJ's surgery on some rem- remember the Titan shit, but doesn't have time for his son. This shit is crazy. Aubrey, a wild boy. <laughs> Just the fucking picture, the the fucking picture of Drake being posted like praying in the waiting room for OBJ's like ankle surgery. <laughs> yeah, like a very yeah. stand. <laughs> 
<laughs> but he's only met his kid one time. <laughs> oh my god! And this was this was followed up today. The theory was uh, confirmed, but it could be fake news. Dragonfly Jones follows up and says, "I'm fucking dying. I was joking about Drake skipping his kid's birth for Odell's surgery, but it really went down like that. Holy shit!" We have a picture of Drake on October 11th, like, boarding a fucking PJ, followed by a picture of him next to OBJ, like, on the fucking operating table the next day. <laughs> Drake was actually at the fucking surgery <laughs> in the waiting room praying for his boy. <laughs> As he tries to protect his kid from the world. All right, so this is one of my things I want to talk about with this album. So he talks about his son so fucking much on this album. How much of that do you think is because of Pusha T's diss track? I feel like I think, 90% yeah, of that was inserted after this like, diss track. I don't track. think March 14th was on the, this album before the Pusha T diss. I'm going to guess that was Interesting. added after. Hmm. I bet you most of his lines about his son were not on the album until that Push a T diss track. That what's the main one other than I think it, dude, I think he's only talks about this. He only mentions the son, the son on three songs. I'm pretty sure. Isn't it? I feel like it seemed like there was way more. I think, but, it's, a, I mean, I think it's just a, it's because a, a lot of like the the headlines and shit are from these songs. But I think it's March 14th, Emotionless, and I'm not sure the third one is honestly. Is the motion one mm. the one with the like skit at the end of it? Uh, I don't remember. The, if, that, that might be. You so might Emotion. That that thing. Because <laughs> that I'm pretty sure that got it. That got added after also. That seems like the for that's like the most related to the kind of push a T thing. Whichever song that is, I don't know if it's that one. What song is getting the most like hype? You feel like from this album is it emotionless? Emotionless. I'm on mm-hmm. like. A... I've heard. That. I, didn't, I didn't love emotionless to be honest. I saw a lot of people hyping it, and then, uh, I when I heard it, I was kind of under. I'm on genius right now, so I'm just looking at how many pe- people viewed each song. Um, yeah, emotionless is definitely the most looked one by like talk of the twice. Time. As much in my feelings, uh, the Michael Jackson one, cool March fourteenth, cool nonstop. Those are the main ones, and then obviously the ones that were already released. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, all in all, I I I enjoyed it. It's a it's a very long album. Yeah, um, that's my that's my biggest thing against it was the length. I think we've touched. I'm not sure if we touched into the podcast, but someone's mentioned the fact that the reason artists are doing this is, is something to do with like the streaming formula these days. It was me. It'll, yeah. What, what's the general theory? It just allows you to kind of game the system. Yeah. It, it like the stream plays are basically done by like how many times a song on your that album is played. So like that's why Drake puts all these like mega hits on his albums because then it's like all the streams that have gone through for God's plan count towards like so if you listen to God's plan like ten times that can count as one whole album play or some some shit like that and uh, then okay. also if 
And also, if you have 25 songs, like, because that's so many songs, like, if you only listen to half the album, that will count as, like, one album play or something like that. So that if someone listens to the album all the way through, it counts as two album plays. Okay, gotcha. So, I mean, the, the motivation being you're trying to get platinum status or et cetera. Yeah, so you're basically saying, like, all right, well, if people listen to my whole album – because let's be honest, like people are probably going to listen to an album all the way through a few times mm-hmm. at least. And so if every single time someone does that, it counts as more than one album play, then it's just an easier way to to get those plays. Mm-hmm. And then people are still going to listen to their favorites and the hits, their the hits anyway, the songs they like anyways. And so then those are also just going to add. So that's why, like, why he threw Hotline Bling in randomly onto views. views. I don't think that was originally going to be on views. Because well, the, the intention was clear to have uh, the <laughs> self-titled track be the last song. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge. That makes sense. Now I didn't actually know that. I'm not a fan of it. It's kind of the same thing with Culture Two when it came out. It's just so long mm-hmm. that you get kind of lost in there, and there's some filler. Hmm. So apparently there's four songs that he mentions the kid on, at least according to this article. All right, fair enough. I mean, but yeah, I I I think the long albums is just stupid because I mean I I get why you do that, but at this point, honestly, does Drake really need like to be doing some like random shit to just game the system? I don't think so. I don't think he needs to, but it seems very on brand for Drake to be doing that kind of shit. Yeah, Wouldn't Drake earned more money but, if he just released two different albums, even if they didn't get as many plays and didn't get platinum. Hey, two, two for 40, just handed him two like Chappelle. There's a line from the album. Okay. <laughs> I think he's out of his, if I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he gets out of his contract after this. Uh, I thought he already was. With who? Cash money? Yeah, I think, he, I think he's that, free from cash money after this. Uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. Got isn't that why he dropped that surprisingly? Because that was the last album that he that was on. Uh I thought that like in, that like he just did that so he had one less to do. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Album con. Album con- <laughs> that was his really walkie. Gosh, <laughs> that was his walkier. <laughs> Wait, what? What'd you say? Just out or like album, uh, just record contracts. Just, it's a, oh, such yeah. a shitty business. Like you sign these ten album contracts when you're just an up and comer. Yeah, and you're just stuck in them for just, when you became yeah. you become huge and you're not making the money off of them. <laughs> so, did you guys think that this was a good album? Oh no! Yes. I was I'm a little disappointed because I think I, I might have hyped myself up too much. I was personally hoping this was going to be like Drake's like dark fantasy, like his magnum opus, and it it doesn't really feel like it's that much better than anything else he's put out necessarily. Like it's, it, a, it's it, a good album. It feels like just every other Drake album to me. It's like got some songs that are good, but I'm never going to listen to this album all the way through. It it doesn't feel like. A cohesive album? Yeah. It, like it, I don't know what it is about all of Drake's albums, but yeah, they don't feel just like albums. Like every single song is about just the same shit about how people underestimate him and he like <laughs> has relationship issues and he's also like rich. You know? <laughs> I will give I, I was I was thinking this earlier though. I will give Drake credit for 
like as big of a star as he is, I feel like he has zero like takes or like opinions about stuff that aren't about him. Like Drake is never talking about like political shit or like shit that's bigger than him. He talks about the like, president in one of these songs. Does he? Yeah. He's like mm-hmm. saying the president's uh running the country into the ground or something. I don't remember which one. Hmm. Fair enough. But by and large, I feel like Drake's like the subject matter of his, of Drake's songs are like almost only about Drake, which I just I just kind of find funny. Yeah, it's funny, but I feel like it just doesn't. I, I don't know. His songs just all sound too like I I don't know what it is, but there's like all the songs are just like a cool beat, and like him like saying some cool shit, and like him like kind of singing a little bit, kind of not singing some of it, and then. Like that, I don't know. I don't know what it is about his albums. I've been trying to articulate it, and I can't really find a way. But like, even shittier albums will just feel like more of like an artistic album than any of his do. You know? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I just think it's Drake's plan. If he's making these long albums to get plays, then he's probably not like too worried about the cohesiveness of them. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly he doesn't give a shit about like the album's art value, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a little, that's a little disappointing. Just... I really, I really wanted Scorpion to be like his, like, like I think that's a that's an interesting problem Drake has is does like, what is Drake's like magnum opus? What is his like album probably like the first Drake care. album you think of when you think about Drake? I'd say Take Care. Yeah, probably Take Take Care. Nothing was the same. Maybe. Yeah, I'd argue maybe nothing was the same. That was like the first Drake album I got into. I was like, well, I was a massive but Drake hater then, prior to Nothing Was I the went, Same. I went back and listened to Nothing Was the Same because I was like, oh, I haven't listened to this album in a while. And I'd been saying that, oh, yeah, this is probably Drake's best album. And there were just so many fucking songs that I just forgot that I just didn't like. <laughs> and I skipped like more than half the album and I ended up listening to like four or five songs. Hmm. I don't know. I like, like, I like more life, and I like if you're reading this, it's too late. I like both those albums a lot, honestly. The whole album, though. How many songs do you listen to from Nothing Was This or not Nothing Was? If you're reading this, it's too late. Mm. Still, <laughs> I think top to bottom, it's a pretty solid album, honestly. Okay, give give me songs, dude. You can't just say fine. top to bottom. I like is a good album. Fine. I like Legend. I like Energy. I like Ten Bands. I like Know Yourself. I like No Telling. I love Star Sixty Seven. It's my favorite song on the album. I like, comp. I love company. Okay, and I love six p.m. in New York. That's at least half the album. All right, that's a lot of the songs. And then on more life, I like a fair amount of those as well. No, if you had, I feel like more life had a lot of songs that I did not like that much. There's a lot of good songs, but I don't even think there's like a lot of good songs on more life. There's like I would, I would, do not disturb is really good. That's a, that's I a can't have everything. That's great. There's I enjoy Ice Portland Melts. Good. Yeah, I don't. I like. I never listen to Ice Melts. I hardly even listen to Portland. I don't ever listen to Passion Fruit. That's a fine song. I like it. It's a good pop song. I like Sacrifices a lot. Don't listen to it ever. I don't listen to Glow ever. I don't listen to. I like Teenage Dream. All right. I like Georgia Interlude. It's not. It's kind of a half song. I just never go back and listen to More Life. I just listen to Do Not Disturb. And can't have everything. Those are the only two songs I ever go back to listen to. <laughs> Those are the two best songs of the album, so. 
I don't, yeah, Drake to me just doesn't have like a project that I'm like, yeah, this is his one that I can just throw on at any point in time, you know? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I would like, I really do think his last like three things, or now four things, like are pretty solid. Like, I, my feeling from Scorpion is I'm not really going to listen to it that much. I'm not going to lie. I'll probably listen to it, ah, I, it a couple more times, but I don't think I'll listen to it through that, that often. The, the thing is, it's just so damn long that it's like a daunting task to like try and listen to a few times, you know? Seven track oh, realistic, I think right I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through it and then I'll probably latch on to my, my, I don't know, seven to ten songs I thoroughly enjoy and just play the hell out of those. That's kind of how I see this playing out for me. Yeah, I guess the Drake albums are just not good enough all the way through and have too many songs for me to ever really get into. Well, this is almost, just overwhelming. This is almost the opposite problem we, we've had, though, with the with the Kanye album experience this it summer. It is. It totally is. It to totally be fair, like, since we've reviewed the, the back-to-back Kanye albums, I've gone back and listened to those very little. Really? Well, I listen to Kids oh, See yeah, Ghosts a lot. I've been listening to Kids I, I never listened to Ye. I listen to Kids See Ghosts mm-hmm. a lot. I liked it a lot more than than Ye, but no, I, I'm not. I've not gone back as much as I expected to. I'm. All, I was almost surprised, to be honest. That's interesting, because I've listened. I've been listening at least like four or five times a week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been listening to Kids See Ghosts a, a lot. It's my my rotation right now is. Kids see ghosts. Beach House Three. Highly recommend to everyone. I had to, <laughs> I had to get the Beach House Three shout out in there. I've been talking about it a lot recently. And then, uh, I don't know. Probably Post Malone's album still. Still, still to listen to the Post Malone's album. Never got around to it. I've been, bu- I've, just, I've just been bumping those two uh, Nav songs nonstop. Still. You only listen to two songs. That's it. That's your whole <laughs> thing right now. It's my rotation. <laughs> it's just champ. It's just champion featuring Travis and wanted you featuring Uzi. Rick, what do you got in your rotation? And oh, so, do you think Scorpion's gonna like heavily be in there? You think that's an absolute mainstay? I mean, oh, thank for the foreseeable future. I'm, I've been bumping Sandra's Rose and Summer Games nonstop last 48 hours yeah, for the next like couple weeks after that then i don't know i've only listened to it all the way through once and that was like through multiple car rides so i didn't really get a cohesive feel to it so we'll see it's impossible to ever get through the whole <laughs> there, fucking there is no cohesive feel it's so fucking long it's like two hours yeah, 90 minutes all right, whatever. Ninety minutes. Like, what do you ever do for ninety minutes where you don't get stopped? I'm probably bringing know? my headphones to work, and and I got to do some things that are kind of just not that intensive, but but it's gonna take me time so I can like listen to the album and pay attention to it. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I also wish there were more. <laughs> <laughs> I also wish there were more features. I could have used more features. Do you enjoy the Ty Dolla Sign feature? I was a little <laughs> underwhelmed, I'm not going to lie. I was really hyped for it. There's the biggest Ty Dolla Sign stand in the world now. <laughs> I'm not a stand. I've only listened to one of his albums Aaron, ever. But you should make your, great album. Aaron, make your Twitter location Beach House. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> Beach House Drake. That should be your hey. nickname. 
You got that's a sick name, honestly. Beach house. <laughs> Beach house. <laughs> that, that, honestly, that's a cool nickname. I think. Beach <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'll throw it in the rotation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta try it. I I'm not sure it's Connor's uh jive, but I can see Rick liking it. I think I feel like I don't know, is it like anything like Sway Lee's kind of stuff? Not really. Uh, he's he's like almost like Hmm. I can't I've been trying to think how to compare him. He's almost like uh Drake uh like Frank Ocean yeah, hybrid. No, no, that's obviously no. that's like not in terms of how good they are, but like what the sound is like. That's kind of how yeah. I would describe him also. Where he he does kind of like he bounces around from like the singing rap style he's uh like Frank Ocean sorta of does and Drake sorta of does, but he talks about more similar type shit as Drake. Like he's not the songwriter that Frank Ocean is. Hmm. Mm. All right, fair enough. Maybe I'll, I'll try to give it a listen, but. Hey, it's got a couple future uh, features. It's got Sway Lee's on the album, your boy. I, I'm telling you, I am pounding the buy button on Sway Lee's stock right now. He just needs to get away from Slim Jimmy. See, I thought I thought his part of the album, the uh, Ray Sherman album, was actually the worst part. Sway Lee's parts. Really? Sway-cation? I think Swaycation's just fucking fire end to end, really. I. I haven't listened to Sway Cation. Oh, it's fantastic. Skip uh, Jimmy Cation or <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's part. Jim, honest to God, I'm not sure what it is. It's not Jim Cation. <laughs> well, obviously, obviously, it's not going to be Jim Cation. <laughs> what? Uh, what? I haven't listened to it yet, all the way through. What is it? Fuck. You haven't even listened it. to it that whole album. We don't, this is the Jim, second time this Jim podcast Jim. is... It's called Jim Tro. <laughs> like Jim Crow? J-X-M-T-R-O. Jamtro? I don't know how to pronounce Jixumtro? Well, I think its name is Jim, so it's it's just Jim Tro. It's, I was close right, with Jim Cation. Jim <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, like, this is the second right? time Shrem 3 has come up on this podcast. That's too many times. <laughs> You want to talk long album? It's a, it's a thirty-three song album. <laughs> Jeez. Just absurd. All right, let's move on to "Is This Cool." Anyone have any Drake takes they need to fire off, or before we move on? I'm glad yeah, about Drake's uh, acknowledging his kids' uh, presence in this world now. Good for the kid. <laughs> no longer a cuck of the week consideration. I don't know. He's still kind of a cuck of the week. All right, well, let's, let's transition to a little more uh, Toronto talk, shall we? So the second biggest uh, t- free agency news of the day, big moment for myself, uh, John Tavares, five-time All-Star, uh, former number one overall pick in 09, star of the New, New York Islanders. Connor, let's just spend 10 seconds on this because we're already an hour and a half in. I signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's, uh, he's coming home. Local boy goes home. Have you ever good. watched the Tavares yeah. game? When he's been with the Islanders, cheesy. Wait, what? Watch yeah. a game? Yeah, like like the whole game. <laughs> Actually, any game. No, 
Yeah, from, from, I don't think the Islanders have been on ever, so no. <laughs> just just wondering, just wondering. All right, let's... Big day, though, big day. I'm, I'm strongly considering buying a Maple Leafs jersey just for the occasion. All right, should we move on to the Mariners jerseys? <laughs> let's do it. Are you going to talk about oh, it? Someone, I thought someone else had this take. <laughs> All right, so es- no, essentially, the... Uh, Back in the late 90s, Ken Griffey Jr. designed a, a future jersey for the Mariners, a strange concept, but it was a, a jersey without sleeves, and it was maroon for some reason, a color that the Mariners have never worn before or after. Uh, very 90s, very very Ken Griffey Jr., maybe my favorite player of that era, probably. Oh, God, these are fucking terrible. <laughs> I think he it's kind of dope. looks dope as fuck. D. Gordon does look cool as hell, but oh, like, he's wearing the chain I think it's and a, untucked, untucked jersey, and he's wearing his hat backwards in the field, turning double point. <laughs> Very fucking cool, honestly. <laughs> that is fucking cool. That's, that's the cool part of this. Everything yeah. else would have been kind of against. They look like a softball, like a men's softball team out there. <laughs> yeah, they do. I, I kind of want to get this jersey, honestly. What? Oh, these are terrible. I would look so cool. These are so bad. You would look like a fucking bitch ass, dude. <laughs> I would look good as hell. Are you kidding me? On a boat? On a boat rocking that jersey? The Royals were wearing those also. Oh, shit. They're available in stores. I should I should cop one, honestly. <laughs> Oh, dude. All right, you should, honestly. What are you going to get this? A Tavares jersey or a LeBron jersey? You had to pick one. Honestly, of, of the three, I'd probably go the Tavares jersey. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm probably going to get – if I'm going to get a Leafs jersey, I'm going to get a no, no player because I'm a fan of the team, not just the players. <laughs> so Tavares going there is not that cool then. <laughs> No, it's very cool. I just also like Austin Matthews a lot because he's the greatest American. All right, guys. No one gives a fuck about this fucking Toronto Maple Leafs talk. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> uh, who's got this one? What do we got here? You're the one. <laughs> you're the one who had this one, Connor. So you do it. All right, here we go. So let's see this. Uh, this concept of big dick energy. Apparently, Ariana Grande um, tragically left Mac Miller. He. Matt Miller's been a uh, a basket case since apparently she left him for this. Uh, this I think before he they broke up, he was a basket case, and he's just continued to. <laughs> All right, Matt Mac Miller continued basket case, but she's now dating this uh, this Pete Davidson character. Uh, I wasn't really familiar with his work, but uh, he's an SNL um, personality apparently. I'd never heard of the guy before this story. I, either. I, I'd seen him. Before. So apparently, he's like the, he's like the second youngest person to ever be hired by SNL. Hmm. Oh wow, that's kind of cool. Who's the first youngest? Probably like one of the stars, like before they made it big, like Eddie Murphy or some. I shit. have no idea. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not okay. sure it would be, but so essentially, Ariana Grande tweeted about uh this Davidson character's uh huge dog. Someone, someone, <laughs> someone asked like how long he is or something like that, and she responded, and, but it was in reference to something else, and she said. Like ten inches, dot dot dot. Oh, you mean about his hair? Or I forgot what else, what it was actually about, and then answered the question. Ha! Huh. So this this uh, inspired a uh, a viral think piece 
by a, a uh, like a, for, a writer who used to work at the Ringer at Grantland about uh, the concept of big dick energy that uh, certain certain folks have it and certain folks don't. It's a, a certain je ne sais quoi, a confidence about you that your huge cock just uh, exudes. When you when you first said this, I thought you were talking about like the literal literal energy sector. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean, like like Chevron? Yeah. Like I think certain stocks have big Exxon Mobil was just big dicking. I mean, they do big dick people into things. Yeah, big dick the U.S. into a war. Isn't Phil Mickelson an Exxon Mobil guy? No, no, no. He's a Clorox man. Is that the stuff? Those are unrelated. Yeah. The options. <laughs> no, but he's a, isn't he a, an endorser for ExxonMobil? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he is. Maybe it's BP? No, it's not BP. It's <laughs> <laughs> a BD. Huh? Anyways, I just figured out that. It's definitely Exxon. Because I had no idea of this story before. <laughs> Oh, I just saw people talking about big dick energy all over Twitter and <laughs> found out it's about this Pete Davidson guy. So I guess, I guess it's cool. You know, it seems like, it seems like this, this Davidson character is uh, doing pretty well for himself. All right. If you had to think of one person who embodies big dick energy, mm. who, who would you pick? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Like Jordan's up there. Ooh, I was gonna say Jordan. someone like Jerry Buss. Yeah. Hugh Hefner. Jerry Jones. I can see Jerry Jones having a small dick. Though, yeah, honestly. I can see more small dick energy from Jones. <laughs> well, I thought I thought you said that the whole point is is that you don't have to have a big dick to have big dick energy. No, that's true, but I'm guessing he has a pretty small like, dick, yes. No, I, I could see Jerry Jerry Jones could also be like one of those dudes, though, who has like a really big truck, you know? He might be like a loud mouth dude who like gets what he wants, but he doesn't put off that big dick vibe, you know what I'm saying? Mm. He's more just like a whiny, loud, rich guy. Yeah, I got you. Like he's got souped up truck. And that kind of shit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this guy's compensating. You know? That's the vibe I get from Jerry Jones. Right. Yeah, I can see fair. that. I think Jordan was my pick. I think Michael Jordan's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan's a good one. I was thinking Jay-Z, maybe. Yeah, I think Jay-Z's a good one. Yeah. Beyonce's kind of got him up by the balls, though. That's true. That's true. Jeter? A-Rod. <laughs> A-Rod, I don't think so, dude. Uh, Marlins, man, dude. He's got big, big dick energy. Uh, do I move on to mean stock market? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so for meme stock market this week, for those of you who follow Darren Rovell, He's, and for those of you who don't, Darren Rovell is basically just like this total dweeb on Twitter. And it's just kind of a running joke that this guy's just like the biggest nerd 
and his shtick is like sports business, I guess. Yeah. Um, is that how you would yeah. describe a shtick? Like yeah. dumb sports business facts that you don't need to know. This guy is just like a total tool, like a walk. Like he, I'm pretty sure it's gotten to a point where he's just a character of himself at this point where he's playing it up. Yeah. But sometimes I also think he's just a, a, actually just a total nerd. Um, but so he tweeted, he turned 40, I guess this week. Happy, Honestly, I'm shocked <laughs> that he's under 40 years old. <laughs> Happy birthday, Roville. <laughs> but he said, there's something about hitting 40 years old that makes you reflect on what life has taught you. With that milestone approaching for me this weekend, I put together a list of what I've learned about life so far. <laughs> and so he tweeted out a list of 40 pieces of advice. And I'll just run through some of these really quick. Because, I mean, they're all fucking terrible, but let me just do some. Number three, sing no matter how bad your voice is. Number four, cry no matter who is watching. What kind of advice is that? Um, seven, collect something relentlessly. <laughs> I, like, I like ten. I like ten. End every negotiation with, is that the best you can do for me? That question alone will save you thousands, he says. All right, let me see. Oh, this one's my personal favorite. Five or 15. If you have to pay interest on something, you can't afford it. (laughs) This guy doesn't understand that every single person who buys a house with a mortgage pays interest on that. Every single person who buys a car and has to pay off a loan is paying interest on it. Every single Fortune 500 company in the fucking world is paying interest. <laughs> like, you dumb motherfucker. What are you talking about? Um, some more uh, bad ones is... Let me think. Ten. Find something to be one of the best in the world at, no matter how stupid it might seem. Yodeling, whistling, whatever. Show people. <laughs> what kind of move is that? Like, <laughs> like, how the fuck do you know if you're the one of the best yodelers hey, in the yodel world? Boy. Yeah, well, yodel boy. Yodel yodel boy, yodel boy idea, got so. it. All right, fine. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's, fine. that's big dick energy, yodel boy. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, these are all just so bad. I got, here's, here's, here's a bad one. 28. There's nothing better than eating things out of a container. What, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not, it's, I've done it. It's not that great. There, there's a lot of things better. 30. Yeah, it's 30, a, might, 30 might be the worst. Your life is never too busy not to have time for mini golf. I can see that never Rubel. actually playing golf. He's just, just a big mini golf guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can totally see that. Here's and this is number forty. This definitely feels like one of those things where Rovell thought he was having like a really good serious list, <laughs> and then at forty he just wanted to come up with something like kind of goofy and funny that was a plot twist. <laughs> yeah, well, let's forty. Say. Don't take home French fries. There's no way to bring them back to integrity as a leftover. Huh. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the whole fucking list is just dumb shit that's equally as dumb as that. 
Number 20, baths are underrated. So are bath salts. <laughs> is that a reference to the drug? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty like sure there's bath salts. salts them yeah. in their normal, yeah. What the fuck, Rovell? <laughs> this is pretty bad, man. I mean, like, like Aaron was saying, I think it's just his character now. Like, he's just leaning into it. Because <laughs> I feel like there was a, definitely a point where Rovell was just like a... Not respected, but like he was a sports business guy, and that was, that was fine, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember when we went to Palm Springs. I think back in like what was that? Seventh grade. Like, that, was, that was in middle school. I thought that was in high school. No, that was definitely no. School. It was in high school. I was, was driving. Oh, so it was definitely. Yeah, I think it was sophomore junior. year. Wait, what? You were driving? Yeah, you remember my dad and my yeah, uncle. Yeah, because remember Rick's, Rick's dad was driving when they were hammered <laughs> after the she's Bulgarian. <laughs> Damn, that was... But okay, okay, I remember Connor. You had oh. you had alerts set up on your phone early days of Twitter. Get, yeah, for for like you got text message alerts for every single tweet that Rovell tweeted out. <laughs> And at like six in the morning, your phone was just blowing the fuck up with all these damn Rovell tweets, and you were sleeping through it. And all this noise was going up, and it was waking me up, and it was driving me insane. Oh man! And to this day, you your phone is always going off with fucking alert notifications in the morning whenever I sleep in the same room as you, like in a hotel and shit. Gotta stand forward at all hours. God, it's, it'll be like seven in the morning, and you just hear the ESPN thing go off five <laughs> fucking times. <laughs> because like the Hamilton Tiger Cats fucking signed some wide receiver out of LSU. <laughs> that is a rather specific. Uh, <laughs> how that happened? <laughs> I don't think it happened, but you know, it's just random shit like that. Oh my god. Alright, do Let's one do pick of the week. Alright, so the first one we have up here is for Cuck of the Week is Qatar. The whole country. And that is because um Saudi Arabia has basically announced that they have a plan to turn Qatar into an island. <laughs> It's, so it's a peninsula right now, so right? I, I guess. Yeah, and the only it's surrounded by water, and then they have a border with Saudi Arabia, and so I guess they've been having border issues, and so Saudi Arabia is just basically like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna big a, build a big ass canal in between our countries, so that we're not connected, and now you're you're just an island." <laughs> I for one think it's a it's a big dog move. <laughs> Saudi Arabia with the big dick energy, yeah, <laughs> kind of hilarious, honestly. Big big dick energy with that oil. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, they're putting the energy in big dick energy. I mean, yeah, this is just to make you an island is pretty. Pretty embarrassing for them. Qatar's kind of got all, always has issues lately because the, the World Cup is there and they use like slaves. <laughs> Shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Like those are the two things that make it bad. Because they have the World Cup and they use slaves. So related. Pretty bad. Yeah, related. Let's go to zero, zero to 100 real quick. Wait, they're using slaves? They're, so they're, they're migrant they're workers really and they access? take their passports and so they can't leave the country. <laughs> and they don't get paid. Jesus and Christ. Not great, they average Bob. like a death a day. Building these stadiums. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like if the World Cup actually happens, I... the next World Cup is actually in Qatar. I'll be that'd be crazy. I feel like something more is going to come out, and they're going to even FIFA is not going to be corrupt enough to save Rick, that. Rick is floored. Oh shit! I don't know, dude. If they're using slaves, they're getting killed by Hello? the day. And that's not enough. What what the what the fuck could be worse? You have to fly fly or you take a boat to get to the island. <laughs> well, we we don't hold, host this on islands. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have this in Europe instead. All right. So the next one is the soccer team, AC Milan, they were one of the Italian Serie A league's most prominent teams for a long time, I'd say. And apparently they just got banned for the entire season next year. They're getting the death penalty. So they can't play in any league? For I violating- thought they were just getting sent down to one of the lower ones. I think they got banned from UEFA. Oh, that so they they can play the Italian league. They just can't play Europa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So it's something with like their takeover from some Chinese guy, I guess. I don't, I don't understand it, but it has something to do with their finance I, finances, I guess, from some. Takeover. 